0: Done. spun away, looking, shooting, Done with a goal! Oh! Well done by Crystal, one of the U.S. Welcome to another episode of Diaspora United. I'm Andre Carlisle here, of course, with Courtney. But we also got special guests in the house. I'm going to let Courtney say hi, and then Courtney's going to introduce the guests. This is going to be a fun episode, y'all. Two-parter, listen to part one here, listen to part two on the other podcast, and you'll see what you mean in just a second.
1: All right, welcome. I'm super, super excited to announce our or introduce our two guests hailing from the Shea Butter FC podcast. We are here with Sky and Sills. Sky and Sills, would you like to introduce
2: yourselves? Yes. Uh, so we're Shea Butter FC uh we're a podcast of two black women talking about women's soccer, uh specifically uh black players, administrators, all of the fun things uh and the culture that goes along with that.
3: Yep, everything. Um, whatever's on the field. I mean, we're gonna go through, I mean, at some point going through film from old current games and old games, uh history, interviews eventually, and just talking about stuff just randomly. They're like you don't know what's going to happen each week.
1: That's awesome. So you guys should definitely go listen to Shea. But I mean, I love listening to you You guys are absolutely hilarious. And I love uh, honestly, like listening to y'all, like your um, your analysis and all that stuff. I always have a good time listening. So hopefully our listeners will also go listen. Uh, So starting off the podcast first, I want to give a little shout out to friend of the pod, Angela Hughes, and also Danielle Slayton on being, uh, they're going to be on some Olympic calls if the Olympics happen. At least asterisk, we honestly have no clue. Um, but at least for right now, they are going to be on the call for uh, some of the games from NBC Sports. So always major congratulations to them. We love seeing them flourish on and off the pitch.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So what we're going to do here is we're going to, like I said, we're going to split the podcast up a little bit. We're going to do part one. We're going to talk about NWSL uh, kind of week two. Get into some matches, see some analysis um, that, you know, Shea Butter FC is going to bring. Of course, we'll do ours as well. Uh, But then we're going to flip it. And uh, part two, y'all want to check out the Shea Butter FC podcast because we're going to kind of join them for what they do over there and have some fun. So we're going to keep it going. It's basically going to be one big episode cut in half. (laughs) And we're going to share because that's how we roll. There's only two podcasts doing this, and you're listening to both of them right now. So you're you're consider yourself blessed. Let's go ahead and talk about Europe real quick because. The big matchup is set. PSG crushed Rams (laughs) 4-0. That match was a little interesting because it didn't look like PSG was really going to really do it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, nah, we're done playing. Uh, And then, of course, you had Lyon and Bordeaux, and Bunny Shaw balled out. But Lyon ended up getting a 1-0 win, which set it up. So May 30th, I think that's this weekend, right? Yeah, this weekend, it's going to be Lyon, PSG, or the chip.
2: Uh, I got to watch this match, actually. Thank you, Ada Football. Um, Yeah, it was interesting, right? So I finally got to see Bunny Shaw uh, in action, and you were correct. She was playing incredibly well. I got frustrated. I imagine she did, too. Uh, There were several occasions when either she'd be open on the wing, uh, particularly the left wing, or another player run on the left wing, and nobody made runs, like no central runs, no anything to get on the ball. There's just a gaping hole with nothing but Lyon jerseys, and they had the red ones on, so it's very easy to see them um just standing in the box almost defending phantom bordeaux players so i thought that was really interesting and it made me appreciate bunny shaw more because that means she's in the golden boot race uh without a lot of help so yeah it's interesting i thought leon kind of just coasted once they scored their goal um assist by katarina i'm pretty
0: sure um or hold up by katarina um Oh, who's yeah, ball, we need to talk ball about in. that hold-up play, too. Right now? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that,
0: was, that was some wild hold-up play. She basically pinned her defender and was just like, okay, one of y'all come get the ball. And she just held her there until until somebody showed up.
1: Yeah, and she's also uh, secretly been starting every match. She just kind of, like, slipped into the lineup, and it's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Like, you're just uh, starting every match for Leon. No. No big deal. No big deal at all. Casually
2: starting for Leon. You know how she do. (laughs) I think she snapped her five-match scoring streak. So she had also scored in the last five matches. So uh, very quietly, which is odd considering how much uh, hype she's had stateside, uh, has very quietly become, like you said, a consistent starter for one of the best teams in the world. So, Mm
3: -hmm. Balling. So she has some Shea Butter assist, uh, Shea Butter dimes. Yes. That's what what those are called.
2: Yeah. She's in that false nine role, right? So I'm very interested to see what that will translate to. Uh, uh, I'm assuming when she gets called up tomorrow, the roster drops tomorrow. So um, I'm interested to see what Flacco's plans are uh,
0: for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, <laughs> also, I'm, I'm going to bring this up, even though we are on opposite sides of this. Liga and female final kicks off soon. And... I don't know if y'all know, but I'm a Chivas fan. I don't really know how it happened. I was on Twitter. I was trying (laughs) to get into the league and somebody was like, hey, Chivas is dope. And I was like, cool, Chivas is dope then. And so I started following them and that became my squad. But uh, they're going up against Tigres and it feels like there's some tension in the Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) because I got two other Tigres fans just kind of staring at me right now. Shea Butter FC is a a Tigres podcast. Yeah, lifelong, (laughs)
2: month
3: long secret fans, yes. yeah are we here are we ready yeah i mean when y'all get blessed with like five six dolls it'll be okay it gets yeah, better I mean,
0: it's, honestly i'm shook but you know this is <laughs> this is what happens this is this is what fandom is it, it happens yes. i went through i had a rough weekend last weekend we're not going to get into it Ooh, yeah. um y'all, y'all don't want to talk about it
3: because we can no, talk about no. it
0: we already no, I'm not going to get into it. It's, it it's in the past well, yeah, uh, we don't oh, yeah, talk I mean, about emotional? the past
2: yes <laughs> it's been a rough couple of weeks
0: a rough couple of, it's been a rough couple of weeks <laughs> so yeah all right. Um, Courtney, um cordy you going back are you going to choose Chivas or Tigres i'm kind of scared because it might end up being 3 on 1 now don't you want to win
1: i genuinely have no clue because i have not had time to watch Liga MX femenil if i'm being honest the only thing i see is just when we when there's honestly a worldie and then i see the video tweet out our timeline and i'm like okay that's awesome and then i'm like on my merry way i have not made a decision yet however I will say I do like Club America's jerseys oh but that's the and it's only because I've watched like Liga MX East, and I know that
0: um Ocho's there yeah so yeah. their on fire like their shirts are fire I, I, I can't like, I can't hate but against my better judgment I'm gonna have to say I don't remember exactly which match it was but Tigres is, is the squad that scored I think it was like three golosos in one match they were just balling like crazy so like I'm real shook and I get it if somebody wants to follow Tigres, but I got I to gotta stay true. I got to stay true. Alicia Cervantes, let's go.
2: I mean, Alicia's very good. Uh, yeah, that's why we root for them, though, because three golazos in one match. Right,
3: <laughs> that's right. pretty much
2: how we feel.
1: Let's talk about scoring from, kind
3: of <laughs> from corner kicks. They have no business scoring. Like, all Olympico's, kind of great stuff.
1: I love an Olympico more than anything. Uh, that is my favorite goal of all time. It's just well, my-
3: you'll
2: see a lot of those. Like, yeah. I think Bell and Cruz hit one last week.
3: Yeah, she hit from, yeah, I was like, that should not have happened. That was beautiful though. That's why we support her. Yes. Come join. Friend of the pod, Tika McGrady, uh, almost scored an Olympico during yes. the Challenge Cup. Yes. And
1: every time I'm like, because everyone was like, oh, what a save. And I was like, it went off the post. I like, Harrison <laughs> not it. That was off <laughs> the post. And if it was an inch to the left, it would have went in.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. I was like, please. Uh, but transitioning, see what I did there? Uh, Our first match of NWSL Week 2 was Louisville versus Washington Spirit. Louisville won 2-0. I personally thought the match was really interesting, mostly because I was like,
2: hey, y'all need Ebony Salmon right now.
3: Yes, yes.
2: We thought the same thing. (laughs) She would have had maybe a hat trick. Uh, She might
3: have had five goals.
2: (laughs) She she would have definitely... uh, I, I know that's your team, and that uh that backline's a little porous. A little porous for Washington.
3: Y'all paid all uh, that money for
2: Vice. Yeah,
0: y'all paid a lot of money. Back
2: line. Hundred miss racks. Is it Paige
0: Nielsen? who was out? Paige. Paige. Yeah, Paige. Yeah, Paige Nielsen was out with a thigh injury. It's it it was noticeable. It was noticeable. I mean, you know what? I'm I'm I kind of want to blame that a little bit on Paige Nelson being out, but when she was there against the Pride, the Pride did the exact same thing. I mean, straight through. And that's how they end up scoring their goal. I mean, they handled them okay the majority of the match. Like, I wasn't really shook for the majority of the match, but there was, they get caught in those quick transition moments real easily. And mm-hmm. I don't know why that keeps happening. I thought, like, <laughs> like y'all been saying, I thought if you pay the money for the center backs and that's what you, which is kind of, you know, I'm not, I cover the team, yes, <laughs> but I'm still confused by certain things. When you get rid of Lo- Roosevelt and you don't replace her, but you have two solid center backs in Nielsen and Staub, and then you add Sonnet, and then you add O'Hara, which is fine. I mean, she's on, on the right, right back, she has played left back randomly uh, for the squad, but, you know, she's at, she was at right back. They're kind of playing around with left back, but they just need to go ahead and give that to Tegan. Um, I mean, she's clearly shown that she can handle that position. and Most she's stable
1: on the back line.
0: Yes, she is. Yes, she's stable, and her much. left foot is yes. is pinpoint. I mean, Set pieces all day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quality. So, like, this defending issue is not something I expected at the beginning of the season. I thought if there anything with the spirit was going to be good, it was going to be the defense.
1: Yeah, I also thought when they – I know there rumors when they brought in Emily Sun that they were going to start playing at three at the back, which to me makes – like more sense given the personnel they have like if you're gonna bring in Emily Sonnet because I remember I think I was laughing because I was messaging Andre because during the match where Emily was playing it's a six I was like like, where is she like for some reason the match like I could not I mean it's probably because I I often eat during these matches because they're right along
2: it was last Um, week it was week one
1: yeah it was probably week one but so if I'm eating I like will pay attention but I won't pay like the Attention! But I remember being like, "Where, where, where is Emily Sanna? Like, I have no idea where she is. <laughs> like, yeah. She over here, she over there. Like, I write a message on her and I was like, do you know where she is? Like, where is she on the field? So, honestly, I thought Louisville did play really, really well. I thought Savannah McCaskill was just everywhere. I was like, someone needs to track her mileage this match. because She was just kind of everywhere. And then of course, Emily Fox, as most people were tweeting about, was also just I mean, Vlaco in the stands, they're going to want to bring him every time she plays like that. Like, right, right. She was absolutely everywhere. But yeah, I thought for Louisville, it was just kind of missing some, like missing sparkle in the final third.
2: Yeah. And that was a handball in the first goal, right? Handball is like, an assist off oh, yeah. a handball to es- Ekich, who I think is pretty good. Um, I thought she was a good spark. I think Louisville might want to start Bakum. Uh, yep most games because they certainly got better uh, every she time came she comes in, in Yeah, they're incredibly organized like I will give Louisville that like they're pretty disciplined. Um, you can see some of the holes I think the finishing is the biggest one. Um, but yeah Finley Fox plays like that she's uh she's gonna be missing in the summers <laughs> pretty soon here. Um, and she already sort of had her uh, welcome to the national team rookie moment in that horrible horrible France game in uh, <laughs> 2019. Uh, To be fair, it was Delphine Cascarino. Everybody would probably get beaten badly uh, by her. But, uh, yeah, I think she's definitely improved. I think the next year in school um, and leaving early to start the season helped her. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for Ebony Sandman to get get there. So it'll be interesting to see what they look like with her.
1: Yeah, and just about, because I remember picking her out during the Challenge Cup being like, oh, she's playing really, really well. So I was really confused when she was dropped to the bench because I was like, for at least what I kind of see is your game plan right now, even though I have a lot of question marks, because, like, I don't even know if they 1,000% fully know what their game plan is each game. Like, she was really, really dominant and cutting in and getting in tight spaces and, you know, trying to cross the ball and get in front of goal. And I was like, why is she benched? And I thought as soon as she came in, it was like, I don't understand why you're benching her right now. Mm-hmm. And the same for
2: Jorian, too. Yeah. Who
1: also has incredible edges. I always have to mention every time. Just
2: Blade. Incredible edges. And the bun that uh, is inspiring a generation, so here for All right. it
3: <laughs> All right. that's how you should have a blend if you're gonna do yeah, she you like have a blunt. yeah
2: like, but yeah it'll. i am i'm interested like i said to, to see what they look like and um and we will talk about chicago maybe a little bit later but i'm probably regretting giving away yuki yeah <laughs> a little bit so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah totally and uh also for the spirit match next weekend it has been moved uh to houston bbva stadium which last time was not great for certain black players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's interesting, like it's unfortunate that it had to move. And I know there's been a lot of controversy around it because I saw some reporting today that, you know, Spirit had asked DC United and then DC United apparently said yes. And then the Spirit front office got like, was conflicting themselves with their statements or something. And then it moved. So I don't I don't really know what's going on with there, but by the photos of what Segerfield looks like, you 1000% cannot play. I'm like surprised, honestly, that um, Loudon, their USL uh, club is also playing there.
0: So this situation is really annoying to me um, because it's all on DC United. They were supposed to complete this. This was supposed to be done. Um, (laughs) I think they just got put in running water in today. So that's the level of like not complete they were dealing with. And it's really frustrating that DC United tried to pull some, like, well, and people who, you know, commented on this situation were trying to pull some, like, you know, well, Loudon plays there and, you know, a rugby team or whatever, local rugby team plays there. And it's like, do you understand that this is a first division professional league? You don't treat a first division professional league like that. MLS wouldn't be playing there. If DC, if they told, if MLS told DC United to play there, they wouldn't be playing there. So it's the same thing with the NWSL and it's frustrating. But what really kind of got me, is DC United's kind of yes and answer to whether they could use Audi Field. So they were like, okay, cool. You know, this construction on this thing that is behind that we're in charge of isn't ready. So if y'all want to use Audi Field, that's cool. However, we want y'all to commit more to Segra. That's real messed up. One, because again, Segra complete. <laughs> and the other problem is the 5,000 seat stadium. Spirit outdraw that. The Spirit can fill up uh, Audi Field, no problem. And they've they've shown that multiple times, even though they've only really been able to have, I think, a couple matches, are really only two matches at full capacity, and they did it um, in 2019. So it's, it's really frustrating that they want the Spirit to take this kind of lesser stadium and just be all right with it and try to help them kind of get their money back from it because they know they'll get 5,000 tickets sold there no matter what. A huge metropolitan area, of course, you know Leesburg ain't nowhere close to d c but they can sell it out, no problem, and it's just it's kind of tricky and it's kind of shady to me by d c united and I didn't really feel that at all, and I think that was like that was one of those situations where there are people who still don't understand and value the product as a professional first division important league in this country when it is,
1: yeah, one thousand percent um yeah, I thought just everything kind of surrounding it was kind of like a hmm, this is kind of weird, um I know we might talk about it later, just kind of the importance of like infrastructure and, and just like facilities in general, like even thinking about reports that have come out out of England, like with Manchester United, but also there've been so many reports from like Liverpool and even Chelsea, Um, even though that like the stuff with Chelsea kind of seemed like it was weird gossip or not gossip, but just like hearsay. Um, that Like if DC United had to play at seger with, with the way Segar is, they're like, no, we're not playing here. Like we're going to go do something like about this. We're not... No, subjecting our player to this type of facility. So, I mean, I'm I don't know what solution could have been, but I was kind of happy that they were like we're not going to let we're not going to subject also the Houston players and the Spirit players to these type of conditions. Um, so we're going to move it, and I just hope that at least a reverse fixture can be had at home, so it's like even 12,
0: uh, 12 at home and twelve away. Well, see, I think that's the problem. I think they already came out and said that that's not going to happen. So Spirit are just going to be playing thirteen away, eleven home. So that is like in terms of competitive balance, that ain't really fair. So I don't really know what they're gonna do with that. Um, but yeah, do y'all have any comments on on either that whole situation at all or we can just keep moving on with the game? Just up to y'all. I was
3: gonna say if they knew that the field was messed up like a week ago, two weeks ago, it would have done a lot to just move the game, period. Cause it's like they're waiting to the very last minute. But if you just got running water today then that decision needed to be made. Because what happens if Houston couldn't have host a game? Were they going to play outside? Just anywhere? Just play somewhere? at A random football stadium? Um, so, yeah, their fortunate stuff worked out where they could have moved the game. But I'd be pissed as a fan if I had made plans to come to this game, particularly on Wednesday, you know. Um, or, you know, you move the trip around to come see them play in D.C. and it's now in Houston, you know. There are things that
0: could have been considered but yeah looks real bad DC United mm-hmm. no I think that's a really good point because all the communication went out on Sunday like all of a sudden I was just chilling you know day off obviously just chilling all of a sudden I get hit with a letter from the owner press release and I see a tweet and I'm like what is happening right now so I was ready to I was ready to you know go at Segrain close <laughs> but I was excited to go and see what it was like but apparently it's just a pile of dirt so yeah that that is that is unfortunate and that is that was kind of my thought too, Sky, like normally a stadium just doesn't sit empty. So my guess was, you know, they, they always, especially teams that are affiliated with MLS squads. You just kind of expect it. I, I was expecting like Dynamo to be in that stadium on Wednesday. I was like, they must have a match. And so the fact that they got moved, I mean, I guess good, just, just this just happened to work out, but it could have been real ugly and it just could have been the match was straight up postponed or canceled because there was no place for them to play. And I think I saw Audi Field is hosting some Get Fit DC thing on uh, on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. So people apparently going to be working out on Audi Field instead of the Spirit being able to play at Audi Field. So uh, shout out to DC United for being trash.
2: And I think ultimately it's just a competitive disadvantage, right? Like we just got the new rules updates today, right? Supposed to be 12 home, 12 away. And I'm also thinking that's Washington, that you all uh, Spirit traveling, what, for three games in a row or something like that. So it's just also an incredibly... Uh, it's not advantageous for that team um, who's already tired <laughs> and we've already discussed some of their issues. So, so yeah. Oh, uh, and it's uh, Trinity Robbins. Okay. So I'm
0: okay. <laughs> it's it's already to that point with the spirit. Long as Trinity Robbins keeps doing all right, I'll deal with the rest of the problems. Like long as she's good, I'm all right. I was very, I was struggling. Uh, I was very nervous.
1: <laughs> and I've kind of felt this actually, several times I'm watching that watching the first two weeks of the NWSL of like who is the director in the studio I know what the I was like I know what that room looks like there are even if you don't have like you know the amount of cameras that you have for the NFL let's say I know there are a significant amount of cameras in these stadiums like while I would not have wanted to see how Trinity Robin got hurt the fact that like no one was paying attention to it and being like Hey, like having the director being like, hey, go to camera three so we can see what's going on. I was like, this is something that needs to get better during these games. Because, I mean, there have been times, I think it was in the, I, yeah, I think it was actually in the North Carolina Orlando game where I was looking at Dabinia. But there was something going on in the background because I could like see it in the corner and being like, action, go, let's watch the action. Like,
2: why am I watching Dabinia just walk on the field right now? I mean, to be fair, watching the being you walk on the field is, is okay. Um, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I honestly, I think we're all pretty sure of what Trinity Robbins going to be, right? So it would probably have been beneficial to be able to see like, oh, future star, like how does she, how did that play happen? Um, just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I still don't know. So
3: that's probably an issue. Yeah. Well, because what came into frame, you could see barely, I mean, after she was like laid out on the floor. Look like she was dying. You know, you could see right before that at the very last second, you could see her fall. But you didn't see, like, did she get speared? Like, you know, you just don't magically lay out on the ground. But yeah, you, you got a point, Courtney, like you should have the movement from camera to camera, you know, because this CCTV to regular TV to kind of sort of TV, whatever's going on. Like, yeah, I think it, w- it might have been the Orlando game where they almost missed the goal or it was a miss or something that it was like, why are y'all looking like, and then you saw a shift and then fortunately it caught whatever was happening.
0: But yeah. I think another part with that is, you know, apparently the way that the NWSL is going to try and rectify some of this uh, refereeing decisions by having this disciplinary committee just hand out retroactive action, which is not the way to do it. (laughs) But if that's what they're going to do, then you would assume there'd be enough camera angles to where we should be able to see things as well. Like if that's how they're going to roll, And if people are going to have to look at that, because honestly, I I really want to know what happened. Should that have been, I know it was a foul, should have been a yellow card, should have been a red card. I mean, when somebody gets hurt that bad and it's in their ribs, the only thing I can really think of is an elbow, right? I mean, that's kind of the natural thing that you start thinking is that that's 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 an elbow straight to the ribs. And, you know, it seems like she's going to be all right. I have no idea if she's going to be in the starting lineup, though, against the Dash. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, it's wild, man, like basic stuff. Get enough cameras to cover a match. <laughs> well that's <laughs> how we say it
1: now. Yeah. I mean and that and for most of like I mean Houston, Gotham, um I don't think Chicago doesn't uh share their stadium, but I mean for a lot of the teams they are sharing stadiums with MLS teams. Like trust me, I've watched many an MLS game, mostly during the playoffs because it's chaotic. They have all the camera angles. that you can find so many camera angles. And to me it's bonkers why it's like not being used. And I know for example Louisville they share their stadium with Lou city which is a usl club so it's like they they should have all the angles and all
0: the direction and all that stuff yeah so let's move on a second let's talk about the next match up it was courage one orlando pride the orlando pride y'all two not a football team they don't play football <laughs> They don't play they don't football. Play football. Ooh, shots fired this week. <laughs> got spicy in the press in the post game. <laughs> Riley deciding that they don't play any football, uh, which is always a bad look when your team just got beat. Um, I mean, it's a bad look, period, because right. you ain't coaching that team. Uh, but when you lose, it's an extra bad look. So I want, I want, I, I heard in the last episode of Shea Butter FC, I heard y'all talk a little bit about Sydney LaRue and her being back. Can you please grace us with a little bit of that? Because we. Are here for Sid LaRue part two. We need to make Ooh. that rhyme somehow.
2: <laughs> Sid LaRue part two. LaRue Bart- part two. I like it. Um, so, first episode we ever shot, we did five players to watch uh, during the challenge and going into the season. We were right about every one of them, and Sidney LaRue was one of those. Uh, we said that she was going to make a comeback because she told Blacko, I want to earn my spot on the national team. Earn back. it. She said, do not call me up until I prove I am supposed to be there. Uh, I will be very upset if she is not called up tomorrow, by the way. Um, But yeah, she's been good since game one. I believe she scored in their first Challenge Cup game. She scored their first goal. Um, Her defense has been phenomenal, Uh, phenomenal defense. And she's just, I've missed it, LaRue. I hate to use the word dog, uh, a Black player. But like, she's got that fight that not a lot of players have. Um, And just that want to. Uh, I like to call her shout out to Bomani, a state ready all-star. She might not start a fight, but she will finish it, (laughs) but she's also good. She's an amazing winger. Uh, Like I said, a great defender. She's able to read the field well. Um, And that's something that I think particularly on the right side with Heath out and and things like that has been good. And I think they finally, as a team, uh, Orlando has had a chance to gel. Uh, They've just been incredibly inconsistent lineup wise. Uh, and they're stable, right? They got their midfield stable. I think that was a real big issue for them in the Challenge Cup. Um, getting some of your stars back helps. Dropping Marta back has been an interesting choice, though I think they played her up this game. Um, and she was a lot more active. Uh, and Marta has the right to take off whenever she wants. I don't really care <laughs> Like Marta can do. It. She's earned the right. Uh, but yeah, I think Sidler has definitely been the standout player. Um, for Orlando even on say Alex Morgan goals like she's super active and helping assist and she's a really good partnership with Corniak, who intrigues me um, I don't know He's a lot so about tall. her I didn't see her play in college Yeah, she's tall. very tall but she's also pretty good on the ball oh, yeah. the defense is very good um, and my argument's always you can't teach 6 so like <laughs> yes. if we can use her right. let's figure out a way to do that
3: yeah just throw um, a ball on <laughs> her forehead
2: but it just what do it. They do, I mean that's what we do with Sam Lewis since she's <laughs> tall, right? So. Uh, yeah, I just think Sid's starting to find the spaces, right? Either on the pass or on the runs. Um, she's just really fluid and she looks like uh, 2016 pre-Cash's Sid. Uh, yep, and Marlon. She's busted her behind to get there um, and she is focused. And so, yeah, I, I want that for her. I want her to at least have have the shot, but I think she's been the Pride's best player. Uh, that Between that and Harris, who didn't play yesterday, uh, making saves, I think that's really helped. And that team is good. Like, it's a veteran team, but they know what they're doing. They have a lot of experience. Um, They don't panic a whole lot. Uh, And they're starting to finish games. So, again, I think that mentality goes a long way. But we're always here for a Sid LaRue comeback.
3: Yeah. And you can put Sid on the wing. You can put her centrally. Yeah. I I mean, you know, I don't see why she isn't on a roster. And she's been to the Olympics. So, you could leave some people at home. (laughs) We're not going to go there yet. I definitely think Orlando, for the most part, is
1: clicking well. That's one thing. i wrote down in my notes because i have notes in chronological order um i do want to just tell you guys about a note saying um i am good at curse on the podcast but i was saying what the fuck is up with these productions who's directing with a b- whole bunch of question marks exclamation points and then in the next line i said alex morgan makes it two nil <laughs> so, so that was i was that was it her goal that they, they were they didn't miss her goal but it was like a chance right before it because i was they they should have missed they should have yeah. missed her dance though, because that was terrible. Oh, <laughs> it's from Ted Lasso.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I'm glad it has a meaning, but also Yeah. When I actually I, I just my brain just naturally went to like, okay, that must be something one of the kids did. Like <laughs> one of the many kids around the team. That must be one of the one of the things they did. And she just shouting them out. But to find out it's Ted Lasso, like I watched it. I don't really remember that. Uh, but okay, cool. Uh take your word for it. Uh but yeah, one of the one of the cool things for me about Sid LaRue. And that's what you said. So I was like, this is, this was it, right? Their, their first goal. That was it. Because yes, it was a misplayed pass, but it wasn't so badly misplayed to where it should have turned into a goal. Sid LaRue turned that into a goal because she anticipated that before anybody else. And she anticipated so much that the, the center back, this is funny when I watch it because I watched it a couple of times, the center back takes one step and then goes, ah, crap, <laughs> steps back. <laughs> like, nah, that's Sid, I'm not getting there. Even though the ball was technically closer to her at the time, and then Sid was in there like, nah, this is gonna be a goal. Get out of my way. I'm just gonna put this in the bottom corner real quick. Um, yeah, like when she, if she's doing that, she's all the way back. And so on the other side of the ball, though, North Carolina Courage gonna get better. Sam Mewis is coming. However, what y'all read on what's going on with that squad? Well,
3: well, I mean, well, they got. I mean, they have all the chances. Like they, they probably should have won this game if the balls just go in the net <laughs> before the end of the uh, game. Because it's like, Debinha missed, what, three, four, five? Ooh, she,
0: yeah, she missed Kansas. one right on the doorstep, too. I don't know how she missed that. Yeah, half, that one right,
3: that she she missed. first half. The timeline was all like, wait, Dabinia missed? <laughs> it yeah, yeah. And then she missed another and another. And it's like, Lynn Williams missed one. That that might have been a good sign, though. But it just like, that should have gone in the net. J-Mac missed one before she got that goal later. Like, they, or had an onslaught. What? Did they have like twenty nine shots on goal? Or net, yeah, it no,
2: was Washington. But
3: <laughs> oh, it was Washington. Okay, my bad. North Carolina <laughs> and
2: Washington Oops. had similar yeah. issues. Uh, yeah, a lot of missed shots. Uh.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about the, it was about the same kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. But then the back line too. You uh, need to be asking for Abby too.
2: Abby Ursa got yeah. beat. She straight she got, got beat cooked Or Alex's goal. She got Alex beat her, and Alex is not all the way back yet. So that's very interesting. Um, Though she's getting there for however you feel about her. Um, So, yeah, I think that's probably the worst game North Carolina will play. Uh, And, again, I know he said she has to earn her spot, but I stop. It's Sam Lewis. She she will be in the starting lineup, I'm sure, (laughs) next game or the game after that. It's Samantha Lewis. You're like stop yeah is one of the best players in world the world
3: stop that nonsense. <laughs> he's starting. you just put it,
2: you just put on the field no it's also why i laugh when he talked about direct play because i'm like i love samu but she plays pretty direct soccer yeah, like that's an interesting insult to levy when your best player <laughs> plays that directly but um yeah so i i did i enjoyed the poking and prodding uh paul riley uh as an underdog is a very different uh <laughs> a very different coach um so, yeah, I think he meant the underdog thing. And also, you probably can't whine uh, the way he did after that, but it makes for good fodder and bullet board material. And Orlando seems to understand that. So, I respect it that they
3: fired that. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like, I mean, you only get that mad if you were like, we're going to win. It don't matter, da, 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 da.
0: And then you lose. That's what happens. The thing about that that really got me was you're supposed to obviously, you know, scout your opponent a little bit, know what they do. Did he not see the, the, the spirit match? That's all they did. Like, why is he talking about 2019 Orlando? Like, yeah, that's what they did then. But the only match you have for current Orlando, particularly the regular season, this is how they play. Like, that's what they do. They get Corniak up there because she's 6'1". They hit the ball to her forehead, like Scott said. And she moves it on either to Marta or Sid LaRue or Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan will press. If she wins possession, she'll get it up to Sid LaRue, who's going to run off the back shoulder. Like, this is they figured something out with that front three plus Marta behind. Like it's really dangerous to defend, but I ain't really going to talk any noise about it because it's that's what I would do the same thing. And I feel like if Paul Riley was coaching that team, he would do the same thing. So like, I don't know what you're getting mad about. Coaching is two. Yeah. Coaching is two things.
2: Sorry. It's either highlighting your strengths or covering up your weaknesses. <laughs> right. He has the strength of a front line. That's the best part of his team. You also still have Allie Krieger and even Allie Riley who can run up and help create from the back. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's good coaching, I guess. And Mark Skinner has not always been uh, praised for his coaching. So why not? Uh, yeah, the only thing I'm going to say also, it's
1: like, why are you getting angry about them playing Route 1 football? Like, do you not remember the goals he scored against Louisville in the Challenge Cup? Like, that was literally a ball over the top to Lynn, <laughs> who then <laughs> shot, got a save, and then to hit it in the top corner. Like, what? That was a three-pass sequence. What is more Route 1 football <laughs> than that?
0: Yeah, Paul Riley and the courage looking funny in the light, but they're gonna be all right. They getting Samuels back, you know. Dabini ain't gonna keep missing chances. We know she's too good, so you know. Ultimately, they're all right. But this is why we gotta enjoy these moments. We got some spice. We got the courage reeling. We got Paul Riley upset already two games in. I'm uh, just gonna love it because if he gets that underdog thing going, they're gonna be annoying. They're gonna be right back in the playoffs doing what they do. So for now, in May, I'm gonna enjoy this. <laughs> Very, very true.
1: Um, but moving on to our next match, it was a nil-nil tie between New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC, and the Chicago Red Stars, which uh, was very interesting. I am going to quickly pull up um, because we're going to talk about this match later between the Cascading rivalry, but I do I do just have to pull up what Meg Rapino said <laughs> about Gotham, who shout out always to their social teams because they have me cackling on the regular Uh, I have to pull it up for you guys, though, because, or I'm going to pull it up for listeners. I feel like most of us have seen it. Um, But in her comment, Meg said, uh, I hope all the social media managers are going wild on every team. In Gotham, New York, New Jersey, Sky Blue FC, they have their own little thing. To which Gotham's social media person (laughs) tagged Meg and said, Seattle OL Tacoma Rain. we have that right love it there's that was just an absolutely hilarious moment because one just like absolutely like I feel like Meg wasn't even trying to be shit she was like trying to get the name right and was just like let me just throw in all these words that I've heard before and it just turned into a hilarious internet moment
2: Megan Rapinoe I feel uh kind of did a heel turn this week and weekend and I am 100% here for it this sport definitely needs it um she understands the assignment <laughs> <Like> she, <laughs> she's also playing well and that helps but um going for extra credit she she right. understands she understands the the mission uh so yeah i i loved it i loved that Gotham, who does have a very good social media account by the way uh, some teams should probably take a look at it um or have a chat with the team uh yeah, yeah i thought their response was perfect like it's just and they play each other soon so super excited for that game now yeah, we're going to the match. Oh, sorry. Andre, do you want to say something?
1: Uh, but yeah, going to the match. Um, I don't know how it ended nil nil. Uh, I particularly thought that Gotham should have lost, like quite clearly, by a few goals. But it ended nil nil. So I like a point on the road, I guess. <laughs> but uh, there is some really interesting things. First, uh, Mal Pugh almost backed to twenty sixteen form. Again, some thumbs up in the zoom but yeah she honestly was i mean i kept tweeting about her uh, either taking these things called shot blocks which are like these gummies with caffeine that you take like before like marathons and stuff or her taking b12 which if you don't know b12 gives you energy <laughs> like it's just a b vitamin it's like one of the two vitamins in red bull So what wakes you up in red bull is not the caffeine is that they give you 2000 percent of your daily dose of b12 and b6 which just get you going and you don't crash so i was like did she take a b12 before this how does she have so much energy would love to see also her stats running but yeah she was honestly all over the place really really dominant putting sorry caprice didasko oh, like putting caprice on just skates kind of made me sad I like caprice as a player but yeah mal was honestly just everyone super dominant and it's like really unfortunate that she didn't get a goal this match.
2: Seems to be Chicago's biggest issue. They can't, yeah, seem they to can't finish. finish. Uh, that was their issue during the challenge cup, right? They had what, two, maybe three goals and it took to like the fourth game or something like that. Um, they seem to have an issue, uh, scoring their, their midfield got better, I think in part because Morgan G- Gautreaux, right? Gautreaux came back. Um, that back line decided that whatever happened last week, uh, I guess they don't want to talk about it. Uh, (laughs) I wouldn't either. Um, They said that wasn't happening again. And you have real leadership on that back line, particularly. I thought Sarah Gordon stood out last week, despite how they played uh, and the same this week. Uh, And Sarah Gordon's very, very good at joining an attack too. So I thought that her ability to run up, uh, run up the wing and help spring the attack was also uh, instrumental. I agree. I think Chicago should have won this game. I thought they were the better team and their brand new kits, which are very nice. I like them. I very much like um, them. More teams should have third I kits. I acquired one. Yeah. Um, oh, you did? I'm See about, about to that. buy one. <laughs> I'm close. To third, kits, third kits all around for the NWSL. Uh More teams, please. But yeah, I thought Chicago looked completely different as a team. Uh, and that's in- including that backline. And it's a really good one. You know, Sarah Gordon, obviously Casey Kruger, we're high on her. Tierna Davidson, obviously a, a World Cup winner. Um, and of course you have Alyssa Nair, one of the best goalies in the world. I thought that communication was a lot better. Like I said, I thought that midfield was stronger. I thought Cleo Watt also had a lot of freedom um, to run. But again, I think finishing tends to come last. And I think that's sort of where Chicago is. Uh, but yeah, Malpew is uh, back. Look, Malpew's ceiling is incredibly high. Um, nobody plays quite like her. And I will always maintain, uh, when I first saw her, she's the closest, like, physically in how she plays to be a ham. So, um, yeah, if she if she can get going, uh, I think we'll be seeing her on more than one team uh, yeah. here soon. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think Chicago just needs her to to start finishing and uh, Khalil Watt to start finishing as well.
3: Yeah, because they both probably both should have had two goals. Like, this game should have been over. Because I don't know what was going on with Gotham. It was like they were going slower. They were very because leggy. Of that problem. They were tired. I well,
1: think. it was They're honestly just like tiredness to me. Like it was just everyone, except for center backs of Estelle Johnson and Mandy Freeman. To me, oh yeah, everyone was just like really leggy. Like that's the only yeah. way I could be like, how? Ha- like what what is going on here? Even though I will say got them at the post like the crossbar twice. Uh, very quickly. Carl Lloyd had a was on the volley or half volley where that kind of caught a listener out and then Um, Another time, I think it might've been Evelyn Vience also hit the post, but to me, those are also the only two like chances, chances of the match while everything else, I was like, you know, a little bit sluggish. And to me, what was most noticeable was the tiredness for the outside backs.
2: Yeah. They moved, our least favorite thing. They moved mid back uh, when the subs came in. She did have more room actually to run. So I will give them that. Uh, She was a little more involved, but again, I think she's just on tired legs. And she got knocked out last match, so I'm not sure if she's still feeling some of the ramifications of that. I also remember you tweeting about the back heel, and yeah, I was very confused about why we kept trying. (laughs) I forgot about all the back (laughs) (laughs) heel. I was just like, why are we trying that? That's not. It's not working. It worked (laughs) literally twice, and it was tried
1: twelve more times, and I was like, why are we still doing the back heel? It worked once, and it, re- and it like only worked also the first two times when it like caught them off guard. And then every time else, they were
2: expecting the back heel. Um, it's, it's not her ministry, like that's never <laughs> been her ministry. I don't know why we decided she, to to, she got
3: it. She's trying, y'all. She's trying. Oh, why are you saying it's her ministry?
1: It's not her ministry. This makes me. <laughs> cool.
2: It's not like it's not.
3: I've never seen you do that in your entire career. I don't think you should start now. You got. It. She's trying to add it. She's trying to get that <laughs> versatility. If she can hit the back heel. Uh, you got to put her on the field yeah wherever
0: I think it came from in the challenge cup when she did that one pass that nobody expected she did that I can't remember what she slipped it to but it was like a little back heel kind of slide pass forward it was really nice and ever since then she's like oh this is this is it this is I can do this every match and it's like please please (laughs) Please she's gonna do it uh, she's gonna
3: do it in the camp y'all y'all get ready Uh it's coming yeah it's happening it is I'm excited I know
2: I I agree with you. I think too, Courtney, you mentioned uh, you all could probably use another holding uh, mid or just somebody in that defensive uh, midfield. Uh, I'm not sure what that looks like. I know there's some trade trade windows coming, so that might be worth it. I don't know which college players you have. Um, I know in terms of scoring, Brianna Pinto is coming, so that'll be helpful. Um, She's terrifyingly good, Um, likely to have a trophy winner. So so. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm rooting for her. I'll be mad if she does not win that. Um, but yeah, so I, I think Gotham will be fine. I think a, a good a good rest will will do them well, but they obviously have the talent.
1: Yeah, and I just wanna include one thing. The interesting thing about moving, cause we actually, Andre and I talked about this on another podcast where I think it was actually it, oh, it was in the Gotham game against North Carolina where I was like, like a sub was made and I was like, mm, that's an attacker. And I was like, oh fun, Mitch is now at right back. Um, And I, and I thought about it in two ways. Like Matt, we were kind of like, it's, it's a break in case of emergency type thing. Cause I remember during that match, like North Carolina was like really charging forward and also sorry, outside backs getting worked. And I was like, you need someone who can like keep up with this pace consistently. Um, But the interesting thing about this, cause I know Freya Coom after was said that she moved Mitch to right back. So Mitch could help start an attack, which I thought. I mean, I thought Gotham overall was sluggish, but especially going forward, it was like very sluggish and pretty sloppy. Um, But I also wondered, like thinking, for example, okay, it's the end of May. We know that there's going to be another national team camp. Was she almost trying to do a thing where she was trying to keep Midge on the pitch to keep her in game time and being like, okay, you know, it's maybe not working attack for us today. But we're going to put her on the back line so we can she can like show her strengths, knowing that Vlaka right now, I mean, is in Louisville, definitely watching other matches. I I don't like it like I mean I think that was one thing I was like oh we probably need like Gotham probably needs more depth in outside back that also is not Mitch Burst um was that the right name I don't know my brain short-circuited for a moment I was like that sounds wrong um but yeah so I was like I don't think this is a good idea but I can see if you're just trying to like have your know your national team players really stand out and being like you know what we're just going to put her right back and she's going to also, cause I mean, as soon as she moved right back, she was making more defensive contributions and she was um, at times offensive, but I was like, do y'all just need honestly more depth at outside back. So that way, you know, if she's not having a great match, just I'm like, you can tell the team is tired, then just like don't have her play for another, what, 30 minutes. Like just, you know, bring her back on the sideline.
0: Or I think the one thing that they also don't do enough is that yes, midge is versatile, but that doesn't mean that she can just play forward or right back. I'd like to see her, you know, have Carly take a seat <laughs> and see what Mitch looks like in that role. She can she can beat people 1v1. That's what she does. So, like, put her in that role. Let her really facilitate an attack from center of the pitch. I think she can actually really do that, and it'll look really good. You know, you put Efi on the right side, and then you're good. Like, you have a nice attack going. So, like, I do think that Gotham wants to move fast, but sometimes they can't because they miss some paces, some clear spots. Everybody knows I wrote about it. Everybody knows where I – where I stand on this situation, but I still think that like Midge is the most versatile player you got. She's also the best player you got. So you need to find ways to make sure yep. she can get on the ball and get involved. If it's not on, if it's not at right forward uh, wide, then you got other options with Midge and it ain't right back.
1: Yeah. Um, I, Hallelujah. Yeah. I will also say, and actually a previous group chat between myself sylves and sky i was talking about having midge as chen when i was like oh we're putting out the four two three one here is my crazy lineup that i actually never end up talking about in the podcast because <laughs> then we got ally long and i was like my ideas have changed but yeah i would love to see her in that number 10 role and like Please. have it and also yeah. having that like kind of forward even though it's like i mean i would even make it like a almost like a forward diamond between mitch at the base at a, as a 10 and then page and Ify on one side and then or on yes. each side and then having evelyn praying she can keep with her legs um cuz someone described her, her as feet. like a, a baby giraffe <laughs> learning how yes. to run and her feet like, are not great.
2: this makes me sad but it's kind of accurate um but... <laughs> i think about the goal she scored against england uh playing for canada and even that she was falling down like she's just <laughs> her feet her feet aren't great. Everything else is fantastic. It's her feet. She'll do it. She's, she's a balanced. complete. Maybe it's her balance. I think it's it's she gotta maybe she gotta talk
1: to Trinity. Gotta, gotta talk about some balance. Do some, yoga, just... do
0: some core work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Because I was like, oh, baby, stop falling. Um. <laughs> right. But yes. A ten. I. I mean, I really, really do like Mitch as a ten. Um. Or even I mean, we tr- even if we're gonna, if you like, are just going to accept playing, um, Carly at the position, like, then you need, like, someone who is just a crazy workhorse to help transition if it's like, okay, we're going to hunker in on this game, which I thought, which I'm like also on a side note kind of confused with like what Gotham's game plan always is. Cause I'm like, sometimes you seem possessive and wanting to build up play, but then other times I want to be counterattacking, which I like understand. But also I feel like, for example, quickly being like, okay, Chicago's on the front foot and they're just going to really try to score. Like we should just hunker in and like really play off the counter. Um, Just needing a person to kind of, if you are going to play with Carly in the middle, just you need a workhorse around her to a help counter attacks and things like that. Um, but also just like pressing in general, which I don't think also Gotham had for the most part at all this match. Sky shaking her head.
3: Can can Vlacko try be just attend? please?
1: I really want can to call him Vlotty. I don't know why, Not, but <laughs> Mr. V? I just Mister V. I see. Mister V. Want to call him Vlotty in a Scottish accent?
0: I really want him to try it just 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 put midge and he did it kind of playing around with columbia early in the season early in the year like just right. just do it like you see that's her best position you see clearly that's her best position let's just right. let's see what it looks like please
3: can, can you do it with the rest of the right. starting lineup just to see what this
1: you, you want to set the world on fire
3: uh, yeah just, you want to burn it down know, putting She's, putting
1: midge in crystal as if you're dual 10s yeah, in a box midfield I
0: oh.
1: yeah. really yeah. want to set gonna, the world on fire I mean if I mean, you're
2: going to collect hybrid players why wouldn't you though like at really some point he's going to yeah. unleash that right as the world catches up that is the that's the advantage right we have a ridiculous amount of hybrid players I'm telling you um, that box midfield dual 10s there wouldn't be enough <laughs> feet. like there wouldn't be enough film yeah. and like you can set it up where there's nothing anyone else could do like, right. you wouldn't be able to overload, you wouldn't be able to double, you're not fast enough. Like, we have the yes. talent, so I hope he goes full Professor X.
0: <laughs> imagine another team getting out there and getting shook, seeing, like, two right backs, you know, mm-hmm. suddenly, like, in there with, like, Emily Fox and whoever else we got playing, like, Kelly O'Hara or something. Imagine a lineup like that, and they're trying to figure out how it fits together, and then all of a sudden you see Dunn in person. Miss it. Like, right now, Could you we're looking at our dreams right now, so y'all got to forgive us. So which is where we're at right now. This is what we're doing. We're just really having a try because just the you, thought of that. Yeah,
3: and then I could then the, the back line could set up shop midfield and yeah. which you just target practice And they can 0 press.
2: by half-time. And they can press. So it's not like you can hit yeah. us on the counter or anything. Like we have enough speed on the back line to, to cover everything. Well, in certain um, spots. Yeah. Well, if we <laughs> make better choice if we make better choices, we would have it. Look, yes. one of my faves,
1: <laughs> one of my faves is one of our starting center backs, but still. Not enough speed, but I love her death. But not enough yeah. speed, because that's what we saw Sweden do was just
2: quick ball splitting center backs left yeah. in the dust. It's uh, gonna have to get a little a little younger. Uh, yeah, a little
0: bit. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the Cascadia rivalry. Here's what I really want: I want to hear y'all talk about it because this was the most shocking result of the season so far for me mm-hmm. because Rain didn't have who we know they're getting. And I didn't expect this. I mean, Shirley Cruz scored. Yay! I think it was the 15th minute. Yeah. And Portland never scored. And I was like, that's a lot of time to go to shut Portland down. Now, obviously, they got close a couple times. But that they were, I won't say handled, but I didn't expect them to look that normal. We, we've been expecting Portland to kind of run away with it. I see skies guys to go, please, I'm going to shut up. Go for it.
3: Okay, so CTT, I I didn't expect this either. But then I was doubting the superhero Jess Fishlock. I was doubting the Megan Rapino. I was doubting doubting all the geriatric millennials out here. Not geriatric millennials. It was, <laughs> was gonna come through because I, I knew because the first game they played against the Thorns, I don't think both of them played, and so I know they had to be feeling some kind of way because they've been here forever. And it's like this is supposed to be the. Uh, the rivalry of all rivalries. And also you got to keep in mind with Portland Thorns, they just whipped the crap out of uh, Chicago the week before. So it, it was setting up. I should have known better. It was setting up for a, they going to catch the L because NWSL. But yeah, I didn't expect this. But then when I saw on the field from the jump, everybody like Chris, uh, Crystal Dunn was getting bodied, Lindsay Horan was getting, they were getting physical. Like it did not today, not today. So, uh-huh.
2: yeah as the as the ol rain fan on the podcast i I too did not expect uh i thought we would get beat, so i was prepared emotionally to deal with that uh but no i think experience went out right i think um i don't know if people don't think megan rapinoe's still good right like i think She's one of those players where rest really, really helped her. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so in that way, the pandemic was probably, I don't ever want to say a gift when so many people have died, but like it was a reset for her. Um, and she was able to get some clarity and really heal, heal herself. Um, and so she probably got a couple more years now in the tank where she might not have if we had just kept going. Um, and she's still really good at reading the, the field. Uh, she even played some defense. So color me surprised. <laughs> um, she was putting in a shift. Uh, yeah, I, I thought, I thought it wouldn't be a blowout just because it's a rivalry. Uh, we don't like each other very much. So, um, it's always, it's always game on. And I think, again, everybody's going to put their best game forward if they can. I think Chicago, notwithstanding last week, um, against the team that everybody just assumes is going to win, win the league. Right. And that's fair, right? They're loaded. Uh, I think our game plan was anyone but Crystal Dunn, (laughs) which is a fair game plan. She's the best player in the world. Like, I get that. Uh, she still had some moments, right? She was still able to run. Uh, our back line is pretty good, but it's crystal done. Right. So she's always going to have a few chances. Uh, somebody sat on her in the penalty box. That was very, I think, like set Something fouls, fouls all over the pit. I mean, we all talk between, about between both tweens. I meant
1: between <laughs> yeah. both team was very bad fouls. I was like,
2: yeah, player safety particularly in a rivalry game, the referee, yeah. the refereeing was, was not great. Um, but yeah, I think we were really determined to a shut down their best players and be um, just sort of be on the front, front foot, be aggressive, use our movement to our advantage, right. Use some of the experience that we have, right. You have a Rapinoe and a Cruz, uh, Stephanie Cox on that back line, really able to settle some of those younger defenders down, um, you know, a Jess Fishlock, people who aren't afraid of the moment. Right. Um, and can milk it just for fishlock right. injury not injury uh, toward the end there but um uh but you know like it was just this want to and in a physical game right they kind of showed a blueprint right in a physical game you can hang with Portland um right. it doesn't mean Portland didn't have chances they had a bajillion uh they probably should have won that game um they just had some missed opportunities and taking advantage of the fact that while that front line is really good it's really young and so this is really their first like regular season Cascadia rivalry, and I think maybe that came into play a little bit. I think Ad had a really weird game. I don't know if she's off, but it was weird. Um, that one like with the ball really stuck to her goal. hand. I was like, does she have stickum? Like, <laughs> I had questions. <laughs> I was like that's really weird. Um, but yeah, it was it was for as great as she has played, like that was probably the most off she's played. And so again, I think Portland could have played better. Um, I think they're still trying to figure out what works in that front line. Um, and maybe that's one of those games where you swap out Sinclair. Like I know she's sort of the stalwart, but to give yourself speed or to get Charlie and Weaver and Smith on the pitch at the same time. Right. Right. Cause we right, really right. haven't right. seen that yet. I'd be interested to see what that looks like. Um, Cause it could be terrifying. It really could.
3: That's um, probably coming at y'all next game. When y'all have everybody named Roman and midfield at that Cadillac. <laughs> Yeah, Ferrari uh, midfield I'm
2: so yeah. excited I'm so excited
1: yeah and I just want to say for the goal where Portland almost equalized and then it was called offside which was actually a good offside call because when they played three I was like that was a good offside call um I felt deeply embarrassed for Karen Bardsley because I was like oh no like you shouldn't have been shouldn't have been beat to the ball so I was like
2: mm, maybe that she kind name. of secretly had a bad game like and she's yeah. been pretty good for us um I mean, she's still one of England's two best goalkeepers. Um, do with that what you will, <laughs> um, but she's been pretty good. She's definitely kept us in some games. Um, I know who's coming as as well. I know we're. That's starting. what
3: I'm saying. If who's coming, <laughs> would she have stopped the ball?
2: I have I have mixed feelings
3: about Sarah? Uh, no, could.
1: honestly, sometimes <laughs> top like number one, greatest of all times. I was i
2: of like what are you doing <laughs> like and that's usually per game right like there's a two three moments <laughs> where I was like I mean why if we think about first
1: first goal of 2019 yeah. quarterfinal yeah world cup I was like
2: yeah there's no reason so stuff like that or even the own goal that lost Leon the quarterfinal Oh Lord, um, that was a wild play. You gotta put that, vert. you
3: gotta hang that at the little you We're gotta hang very, very good, good play players. Wendy.
2: Wendy doesn't, <laughs> it's a shake crime. That. that was a shea crime, by the way. Um, crime. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just I'm excited because I feel like we stole that win, uh, in a rivalry. So not
3: only did we win, but Portland lost. Um, oh no, some of those goals, like the Megan rapinoe she could have had two immediately because you got to remember the first ball that wasn't getting stopped. That's why you even had Crystal go. Hey, 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 Megan, I see you. Even AD was like, "Oh, oh, oh that was good." And then she hits the goal on the set piece. I mean, and then Megan, Shirley, set
2: pieces.
3: yeah, Shirley hit that ball. As a goalkeeper, you can't. There, there's nothing you can do. You pray. You. It's it's one of those days. But yeah, well, Portland not. probably should have won. Oh, well, also that the was Shirley- a
1: rebound. Well, with the Charlotte Holmes goal, it was like. I mean, the mark, like it literally was, I feel like for most people, it was like, this
2: is going on and then just happened to sneak into unhit off the post and go in. It was fluky. Like, yeah, and she wouldn't have, yeah, it was really fluky. But hey, we'll take it. Um, yeah, I feel like we snuck a, snuck a win and I think that team is motivated in part because yeah, we're about to be uh, very diabolical. Uh, I, I don't even take the, it to full level. Two of the top 10 midfielders are going to be in our midfield. So, I mean- you could literally just play Fish, Lavelle, Marazan, <laughs> and cruise and be fine. Um, and then, of course, you have Lesame coming uh, up front, which I'm excited about. Somebody pointed out that that I think it was Z uh, getting some some pointers from another winger, uh, though Lesame can play centrally, obviously, because um, she and Pino don't quite play the same game. So I think having having someone who has a more similar game to Z, who is very like I'm. Again, Z.R. King's is one of the people we talked about um, in terms of previewing the Challenge Cup in the season. Um, I think she's going to be really good for a long time. I just think she has a lot of the intangibles. Um, I think she does everything well, uh, including defense. I, though we don't, we probably wouldn't ask her to play it all that often uh, from the front. But yeah, I just think she has a lot of the intangibles. Um, it's just sneaky good and, and motivated. Um, and it's on a squad that I think her development will really be you know, honored and respected and, and nurtured um, as she comes along. So I'm excited to see her grow and I'm excited to see her play with some of the world-class talent and literally uh, Jennifer Mars on and Roosevelt are two of my favorite players. So I'm going to pray Rose plays next week as I go to this game. We'll see uh, also, against, against her former team. Sorry, Andre. <laughs> um, also Z almost yeah, woo, snuck in um, a goal. Yeah. Hers Z's miss was, yeah. Yeah. That's I was bomb. like, had uh... a, <laughs>
1: ad on skates and like happened to like have a probably a fingertip touch to hit it off the post
2: but i was like
1: she almost snuck in right there i like to see that
2: she her 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 like movement on the ball looks so fluid it's a little um yeah. all pogba-ish right like it's mm-hmm. deceptively fast like she has quick feet too so yeah it's it's so fluid that it doesn't look like much but in person if i'm a defender i've seen her put people on the ground right so yeah
0: that's kind of the cool thing with her. Like for me is is that goal she scored with that crazy angle that she hit that hit on and in, in the inside of the post and went in. Like what she's able to do with that dribble, dribbling dribbling skills, just get herself a bit of space. She can get a bit of space and we saw she can find an angle. There's nothing you can do with that. And so like, yeah, she's gonna be amazing.
2: I said on Twitter, she is Kristen Press's natural replacement. I stand by it. Ooh.
3: So then go hard to paint and go get them.
2: I don't, Just I don't control the, the purse strings. I would, you know, I would be <laughs> Just here go for all it. The way. You know, I would be here <laughs> Just for
3: it. go all the way. <laughs>
2: you, want a, you want them to have an all-star squad. We thought, we Oh, I want to be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all here for that.
3: <laughs> I'll be in my OL rain jersey in the middle of Portland at the for the Saints. Woo-wee. That would be fun. Ooh,
0: that would hurt my soul if that happened. But you know what? Uh, honestly, the only redeeming thing really about the Thorns is is AD, Sophia Smith, and Crystal Dunn. So um, I can't say I, w- I would completely hate it. Simone Charlie. Uh, Simone Charlie as well. Yeah, Simone Charlie's been playing well. I thought she deserved Yeah, I thought she
3: was going to start. Yeah, start.
0: yeah I, I'm not too sure why she didn't. Um, I know the combination of Sophia Smith and Morgan Weaver really worked uh, in their last game, but mm, mm, wasn't the same opponent.
2: Yeah, it required different things. And again, I'd like to see them try to yeah. get all three of them on the
0: field at the same time. Right, right. See what that looks
3: like. Yeah.
0: I would like that too. You know, one thing, and, and I don't think we have time to discuss it Discuss it right now. So if y'all have like quick thoughts on this, let me know because we got one more game uh, to get to and then we go and flip it over for, for part two of this. Um, but I do wonder about where Crystal Dunn is playing in midfield. It almost seems like she's been more of an eighth than anything else. And that's kind of interesting to me. And I think part of that is because Everybody knows you can't trust Lindsay Ran to stay in midfield. She's basically gonna play like a forward almost on the left side. And so I think that's yeah, yeah. And that's a little interesting to me. Um, I would like to see Crystal play either in a 10 or out wide as kind of a wide forward. So maybe if they do happen to run with more than just two forwards, that's a way to get her up there. But I don't know. I was wondering what y'all thought about that.
2: So it's interesting, right? Because Putting her in midfield with Lindsay, whereas on the national team, she's on the left side with, with Lindsay as that left back. I think that pairing works a lot better, right? Where they can do sort of those overlapping runs. And like you said, uh Lindsay Rand's never met a front line, she hasn't tried to be a part of. So um yeah, I Correct. think I think they're not mirroring each other. And so that's a chemistry thing, right? Like remembering Crystal Dunn just got here, right? So I'm 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 thinking he's sort of experimenting, but unless you play her as a six maybe uh, where she can sort of hold that space. Um, but then I don't know if you put Rodriguez out wide. I know they played Klingenberg centrally, or I'm sorry, in the midfield during the challenge cup. Maybe you try that diamond um, and have her sort of there so that Lindsay has that freedom or Crystal even has that freedom to run forward. Cause it seems like Lindsay has the freedom and maybe Crystal doesn't have the same amount of freedom to do that. Um, Cause you, like you said, she's trying to hold the line. Um, so yeah, maybe a six, uh, you know where she's central and she can control that. Though I don't love the idea of Crystal done centrally. Um, I think she needs more room than that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what the fix for that is. But I'm not so sure her is the eight is it. Mm
3: mm 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 mm. She needs more freedom because it's like you see when she has the freedom to go forward and comfortably get into the attack, things happen.
0: Just like boom. And so it's like, don't you want that to happen? So. I don't yeah. know the thing. I think she, I mean, not think, I know she has better one V one skills than Lindsey Horan. Lindsay Horan just happens to be pretty big and she's pretty skillful on the ball and she can put on, put in some, some good crosses. And so, and she's a big target, you know, sometimes when she just gets up there in the center, she kind of plays as a center forward and she's good at winning the ball in the air. So like I get those moments, but sometimes I think they're really going to need Lindsay Horan and like you make drop back. Crystal's going, it's not your turn. Stay back. <laughs> this is crystal starting to go we get her in space we get her beating somebody 1v1 and running at the back line
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and she- i think you should always defer to the player who can play more positions right like lindsey Horan's always yeah. gonna play on the left side right so yeah. yeah i think you should defer to crystal dunn who can move everywhere pretty much yeah i, I feel like crystal dunn is the best player
0: in the world so yeah.
1: well <laughs> yeah i feel like in the past two matches she's kind of been even like a little bit um The challenge cup final, I felt like she was just kind of like floating. I feel like the role, like her role, hasn't necessarily been defined, and that is, I mean, it's confusing for everyone. Being like, uh, I'm not really sure, like what's going to happen, and maybe I mean, I know that they score, like they put five (laughs) past Chicago, but I also think a lot of those were like literally talking about like direct football, like literally three passes in the back of the net, and there hasn't necessarily been like a ton of like build up play, and so I feel like even, I mean, even during the challenge cup final, when we were kind of like laughing about like Portland just being unable to finish part of that also to me comes from like forward midfield synergy and like, not really like, to me, they haven't kind of clicked in that same way, even though they did put put five past Chicago, but I felt like also half of those goals were identical and then there was a penalty kick. So yeah, I think they need to like, that kind of needs to be sorted out.
0: Yeah. And I think, They'll get it right. Um, Mark Parsons is a good coach, but honestly, that was just a weird timing for Mark Parsons and his announcement about taking over the Dutch job. (laughs) I don't really understand why that happened. I don't know if some reporting got leaked or whatever, but that's just really weird timing. So now like it feels like the Thorns really geared up to be able to go full speed ahead at a championship. And now they're dealing with a coach that they know isn't going to be the coach next season. So like that's awkward no matter what. I mean, I know it's not a one-on-one parallel, but we saw in the Bundesliga on the men's side, there have been a number of coaching movements and a bunch of those teams fell apart. Like I'm thinking about Gladbach. I mean, they just completely fell apart. They stopped mm-hmm. playing for that manager. And I don't think thorns are in any danger of not playing for, for Mark Parsons. It's just weird. Right. <laughs> like, Especially at the
3: top of weird. the season.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't really understand why I couldn't wait. I think it got leaked. Um, it must have. It had to get leaked.
3: Cause it was like, he's like, nah, 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 nah. Then yeah, 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 yeah. Then, you know, you got the announcement the next week. So right. I was like,
0: he was Uh-oh. just like, oh, you got me. <laughs> I yeah. was like, all right. Um, all right, one more match. And this one will be quick and easy because, you know, even though it was, even though it was a two-two match, Houston and KC, um, I think this was, you know, kind of kind of typical dash in the terms of how they scored, who scored, you know, who led to their goals. Um, not to take anything away from. Them, I think they've been an interesting story, and I've been glad that they've been able to kind of keep it up uh, from their Challenge Cup 2020 performances. So I appreciate that. I do love the Kristen Mewis has been like the renaissance. This has been great to see. Um, but for real, the one thing I want to talk about is that KC uh equalizer because that header was vicious. She was just a dunked vicious on Chappie and I don't feel like that was rude.
1: Well and the worst part was it wasn't even like Chapman was in a, a wrong position. Like she was
0: doing all the right things, still got dunked on. Yeah, jumped. Nope. It was it was nasty. And it went off the post too Felt I love
2: a good thing beautiful. off the post. Bold prediction. I think Kansas City finishes fifth.
3: Ooh. I like it. Ooh.
2: i think they have a lot of really good pieces um i think amy rodriguez is vastly underrated um talk about tanise we talked about that with sid she's the other one who's just like i'm going to score true. get out of my way uh and we'll also fight you and fight other people for you which is always fun. Quick, um, quick to fight you yeah very quick I, I feel like amy rodriguez probably likes fighting but um, <laughs> um but yeah, I think they have a lot of good pieces. Right. And everybody's not there yet. I'm interested to see what Kiki Pickett looks like with them. Uh, Silva already made a really big difference uh, coming in from Portugal, uh, member of the delegation. So I think they have a good coach. They have good pieces. They have good leadership. Um, they just have to get healthy. Right. Like La is hurt. Uh, please, Abby Smith, get healthy because that should be your number one goalkeeper because one of those goals they conceded was just bad goalkeeping. Oh, uh, Barnhart okay. came out for no reason. Yeah, I don't understand well, they that daily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate I hate that every well, time. <laughs> well, <laughs> well,
3: well, wait, wait, wait. As a goalkeeper, you expected your back line to drop back. <clears throat> but yeah, it shouldn't have happened. Okay. No, she came out
2: and she didn't have that. Like she you, did not you're have right. that ball. you're you're right second one i can give her but yeah the first one there was no reason for that um yeah houston's interesting um i think they again have a lot of good pieces that aren't necessarily big names um i think they're very stable um i think it'll be interesting as the season goes along and they have tape and they're probably one of the teams going to be really hurt by the olympics so Mm -hmm. if those are happening so yeah they'll be not at goalkeeping (laughs) yes uh yeah i have feelings about that um but i yeah i think they'll be able to maintain but i i don't know kansas city intrigues me maybe even more than louisville well i guess the one thing
1: i have to say about houston i feel like they haven't been starting matches well i feel like they've been finishing matches relatively well but i remember in that first half it was like i mean it was all pickett just driving forward at the back line which i was like this is pleasing for me to watch um but yeah i'm like you guys have really been starting matches like pretty rocky like thinking also about like the Gotham match where at least for the first I mean that match was like kind of weird um but yeah I just feel like they have like they definitely grow into matches and so that you know can be concerning for example if you play like a team like Portland which always just starts firing or like if Chicago can get it together and um finishing wise because they started out really brightly against Gotham like you don't want to necessarily lose a match in the first 20 minutes
0: before we transition real quick and get into part two, we're going to end our, our pod and then get into the other one. I do have one quick thing that we want to hear from Sills and Sky, because in that match, Gabby Vincent set up their first goal with something that I know y'all coined this term. So I want y'all to let me know what this what this was, what this, what this cross field diagonal pass that went basically from her side of the pitch <laughs> all the way up into the right forward and perfectly placed what do y'all call that Shea Butter dime there we yep. go
2: <laughs> <Shea butter
1: dime. laughs> yep a beautiful shape. i mean honestly if you haven't watched it go back and watch that dime just it's beauty just watch it on replay three times it'll clear your skin and moisturize your scalp make you feel good uh before our last segment before we uh go on to the our second half of the podcast we're talking about footwear uh so this segment we're talking it's get your fits right and yep yeah i sure, but FC has been going from the head to your toes. Well,
3: let well, I me, mean, so, yeah, so it's like, what do you want to see on your feet? Um, so that you can not only just have, from my soccer experience, football experience, not just seeing the game on the field, but your wear off the field. And so what do you want to see on your feet? And so I'm a sneakerhead. Um, I had all the sneakers in the world, all the Nikes, because that's what I wear. So, from a cleats perspective, and as a former player, like I would want to see custom cleats or whatever cleats with the designs that look cool is cleats, but then you could translate them to the field, you know, I mean, off field into the uh, street. So I could have the, uh, the, um, let me see, the pinots, you know, the, uh, 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 the Duns, the, you know, the crystals on my feet, you know, you know, if I'm gonna put you on a, if I'm gonna hit you with a, uh, a shea butter and one, which is when you like cross somebody over and you put them on the floor on the bitch. Like if I have the same, I want the same shoes that were on Crystal's feet. I want them on my feet. You know, what shoes did she have on when she put all oh girl on the floor at the last camp? Like I want those <laughs> shoes on my feet, you know, as sneakers. And so, you know, you can do little stuff. You can do little uh volunteer type things where you're doing something for a charity you can have some hood space shy like for uh with sarah gordon you yeah i love those fire kind of cleats uh or you could have some slides some flip-flops for my people who wear heels you know the platforms skates all that
2: absolutely i'm just here for thames which is a really weird thing to say because i'm from the south but you know
3: that's random
2: yes i like Go ahead, thames. i do I mean it is. Also,
3: I, I wait, also wait. slides though. Slides are preferable. Wait, you're gonna have some oil rain tips? I gotta Don't think about it. Like I
2: gotta think about it. I gotta think about what that looks like.
1: I would want for them to somehow, because I mean Jordan Brands already creates PSG's kits. Speaking of which, I need to go get one of them pink and purple ones because they speak to my soul. Um, but I wanna somehow find a way to wear like Jordan one's on a soccer pitch. Just like find find a way to ha- make it happen.
0: Yeah. So sure. baseball started doing that. So yeah, I think yeah. soccer needs to start doing that. That would be cool to see, especially like Crystal's been been coordinating. Did y'all see her with the with the all black? she had oh, yeah. all black with the red swoosh. That's on. what we she mean. Like vicious. yeah, you gotta yeah.
2: you gotta coordinate. And Jordan Brand, there's a whole lot of North Carolina players in the league. I'm just putting it out there. So uh you can get that in there pretty easily.
3: Yeah. And you, like they can be like they can glow in the dark. You can have like the fish. You can have like you like an aquarium. Sitting in the shoe, okay, i mean extra. That's me really ridiculous. Yeah, the but you can have like the, the shoe. <laughs> like, pimp my rod, pimp my shoe. Um, I am
0: curious. I'm, I'm sure exhibit needs some work. <laughs> we can bring him back for this.
3: It would be hilarious. Pimp my shoe. <laughs> <sighs> uh, uh.
1: Even though I think about like, thinking about those, some of the wildest shoes I've seen and like converting them to cleats, like, you know, them those newest Yeezys that like kind of feel like a like when you fold up a piece of paper and cut it, and then you spread it out. You know what I'm talking yes! about? Yes, oh, I saw those. <laughs> yes, <I laughs> like, could... yeah, like, a,
3: like an origami. No, it's and a
1: <laughs>
2: Like to fold it. Oh,
3: no, it's basically
1: it's like, like you doing know a how snowflake? yeah we used to make snowflakes. Oh, okay, but yeah, instead yeah, you just yeah, like yeah, yeah. cut it in a weird way and like it's like that to me is those shoes. I would absolutely die if I saw someone playing in those on a field. I'd probably just like I would try to nutmeg them nine times. Be like, go home. Like take these off the. <laughs> to get these out of the
3: oh you can even like play games or if I win I take your shoes it's like yeah ooh, like I get your
2: slips.
0: shoes oh
2: yeah does yeah. anybody wear the gold like straight up gold cleats um I think uh every time Maurice Green uh from track when he ran and broke the record and then sprayed
0: the shoes like that would be a moment
3: <laughs> right right I would
0: love to see that I, I do like when players get real flashy with it you know I, I would love a, glo- a gold cleat yeah
3: because i want you to see see me while you're on the floor as i kick the ball into the goal that's a, i want that kind of that's what <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see and greatness and socks i'm always here for, for oh, yeah. socks
0: yeah you get a witch shout out to casey for the for the teal i, I do yeah. like i like the color combo they got going on i i ain't mad at it i saw some the people tuprax. were kind of hating but you know i like <laughs> the it. i like the red jerseys i like the new ones aqua fresh
1: i'm um, i'm just happy yes. that they're not wearing all white all the time because that Wait, fundamentally that's it. That's it. i was like that is trash to wear all white all the time like no dress
3: we better stop. we better get a teal jersey next year that's the that yeah. it, it's gotta happen period
1: teal jersey mint green jersey there are a lot of color combos that i
2: want out of a dress
3: i don't trust them with mint green you talk about louisville <laughs> i don't trust it i guess Look at it was like, the
2: best case the best kid and i was voted best kid
3: Stop playing.
1: So I like that kit but I guess I'm in the minority cuz I I like it but I also I mean I like things that are out there. I mean I was literally just talking about PSG's like pinking Oh purples. no those kits are fire though. I mean they're No fire, those are fire.
3: But... I got that in the background.
1: <laughs> but I mean I like I kind of like that flower kit. I think it's a lot more interesting than their white than their white one which is like very I mean it's white and then if you get close you can like see little purple star things but I mean I like flowers um
2: in all black. I just think both are hospital chic
3: yeah hospital grandmama couture maybe just have to see it in (laughs) person okay i'll
2: i'll take your word i do want to go to the stadium it does look like i mean we're we're banned
3: banned (laughs) because we talked about them so bad
2: i like them i do i
1: will say that i mean i love a good flower pattern so
3: no if they put the flower pattern on the white and then they put the pattern that's on the white on the black i could live with that because then i wouldn't be looking it'd
0: be different but I-, I like that idea because I've been trying to figure out there's something about their kits that are just like weird to me. And I think you just did it. I think you just figured it out. Like, I, I think I would much rather see that kind of like all those patterns, all that that's going on on the home on the away, because it's subtle. It's still subtle enough. I mean, it's still a bold enough design where you can make everything out. But I don't know. It's just like I was looking at it. I'm waiting. They haven't put Ebony Salmon's jersey up in there yet. Their number as far as customization I was looking at, it, I was thinking about it. But then I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know people love it and it was voted the best, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm in the minority. I like them. I think that honestly, I think,
1: especially thinking about like how, like just women's soccer jerseys in general and how they are normally just
0: white t-shirt,
1: a version of a white t-shirt, a version of like, hello, here's the other color on our crest t-shirt. Like that to me, I very much like them, but I also think, I don't know how they would reverse it because I think, whatever flowers on the black jersey is like the flower of like louisville or kentucky or something and yeah. i think they're white so you can't like yeah the floor change the color yeah. of it they could be smaller though
3: Maybe i think smaller, smaller it doesn't need to be grandma see i
1: think if they were smaller i would even see more grandmama hospital if they were if no. it was like a smaller, like they're more like smaller flowers all over i think about like couch with plastic <laughs> on it if they were like small versus like the one i mean at least from what i can see online like they seem kind of big there's not like necessarily a ton of them versus like if there were more of them and they were smaller and just all around i'm like
2: that is a couch cushion
3: oh no you call it the grandma couch oh no the plastic on it yeah
2: yeah i'm i'm hoping next year's uh goes well i love the color combination so i hope that they are able to i hope
0: in my opinion do a little better so yeah, and I think uh I think guy's right, we're all gonna be banned from uh from from, from Louisville. So you know I'm, I banned, right, I whatever. liked it. <laughs> yeah, Courtney liked it. I she liked them. Them. she called it a couch. No, you know, I said if they like the- no, I said if they were <laughs>
1: smaller and there were more of them, it would look like a couch. But the way it is now to me it is not couch like, but if they were like here's a very strong oh, close. Coat pattern together. Right, so, oh, okay. So you gonna wear you're gonna wear the the jersey out and public? I mean, I don't. I don't have one, but if I had one, I. Probably, I mean, I don't wear jerseys anywhere. If I'm being honest, but
3: okay. See, you didn't answer the question. I mean, I See, would, would though. You wear it in public. I mean, probably <laughs> with pride, not under a trench coat. Yeah, because sure. I have to wear a trench coat into the stadium. Let me shut up. <laughs> the, this is, you are, are not fully fit I would probably
1: still wear. It, honestly,
0: I like it. I do. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Hey, well, that's a good place then for us to for us to get on to, to uh, part two. So as soon as you hit stop on this, go to Shea Butter FC, find them in your feed. Part two is going to be there. So Sky and Sylvia, thank you so much for stopping by and talking about the games with us. Appreciate it so much. Yes. Uh, so
1: quickly, beautiful. before we end, where can, I mean, obviously people know your name, but where can people find you on
2: social media? Uh, sure. Uh, my handle oh. is... Uh, at
3: Southern Sills. And uh, yeah, Sky. My handle is uh, Sky uh, Football. Wait, Sky 5 Football? Is that it? Yeah. Yes. And football <laughs> as an F-U-T-B-O-L. But our podcast is at SBFC underscore podcast um, on Twitter and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Eagle. So thanks for listening. Go follow
1: Sky, Silves, and Sheba FC on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, well, on Twitter. Uh, and also follow their podcast account on Instagram. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. So Thanks for listening to Diaspora United Podcast. Please subscribe and rate and review us anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at DiasporaUnitedPod. That's Diaspora, U-T-D-P-O-D. And message us if there's anything you want us to talk about in our next
3: podcast. See you next time.